On this episode of the Packet of Pod, we talk about how the ship is sinking and look ahead at what we can only expect is a murdering in New York. If you haven't already, hit subscribe in your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Packers Pod. does this better than anybody. End zone, Cubs, touchdown! Unbelievable! Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers podcast. This is Ryan, joined as always by Josh and Dan. Hello, gents. Hey, Ryan. Hey. Hello. That's a sad version of a crack. It's not a beer. It's a LaCroix water. <laughs> Was there any fizz? Yeah, I don't even flat. know. It doesn't even matter. The ship a is LaCroix sinking. from 2010. <laughs> Throwing a LaCroix into the ocean. Does the ocean fizz? Nah, doesn't really matter. The ship is sinking. Um, This team was 3-1. and one. We had whooped up on the bears we had found a way to beat tampa we beat zappity zippity zoo and then the wheels fell off a hurricane hit uh illness and flu ran through this podcast we took a trip to vegas in which i believe collectively we were oh for 48 on the weekend on sports betting hey, like hey i won three i won three i won none three for 48 like it i I don't remember uh, – I do. It was that four or five years ago stretch with uh, Roger Shirt. H- has there been uh, a more depressing Packers team in the last five years? Because even when we were bad, it was because Rodgers wasn't there anymore. We had Huntley. Like there was reasons. But this team doesn't quite have the full injury bug. They're just finding ways to lose. Have you do you remember the last time you were this depressed about a team? Twenty eighteen. No, you were this depressed or more depressed right now? I'm more depressed now than I was then. I'm more now because this is a back to back thirteen and three. We argue yeah. coach of the year candidate with back to back MVP. That that part hasn't changed. Like five, six years ago, you're like, eh, we might not be that good. Yeah, you're right. And and it was broken collarbone year. So, like, Aaron Rodgers wasn't there. So, you know, yes, we should worry. But now he is here, and I'm more worried. Yeah, you're, you're right. I am more worried. I am more worried. I can't remember the last time. I can't the, uh, remember. The vibes in Vegas, let's just set the scene. I don't think we have to talk about the Jets game in depth. Uh, sorry, listeners, we didn't get a pot out. But uh, we placed all of our bets. We spent the morning analyzing. We get a table at the sports book. We're ready to go. We're amped up. We're right in front of the TV. And I think it took like 45 minutes, and then we're all kind of slouched in our chairs just being like, what? What is this? And then we're like, well, the Packer game happened. That sucked. Let's just – we're all going to put a bet on the over in the Chiefs-Bills game. We're going to get amped up. We're going to watch a shootout. That's going to be amazing. 24-20 24-20 never threatened the over whatsoever. It was like seven or eight hours straight in the sports book of what? What's going on? <laughs> it was. I think depressing. every underdog, every underdog that morning won. I think. Yeah, and 
And then the same thing carried over to the last weekend. I I was talking to uh, someone in my business world, and they were just like, uh, well, at least they'll win this week. I'm like, I'm not so confident. Like, just because Vegas says they'll beat the Commanders, I don't know. Like, what if Heineke just does a little Brett Favre magic? Little did we know, it didn't even take Brett Favre magic out of Heineke. He just had to be somewhat below average, dare I say, in order to beat the Green Bay Packers. So, yeah, I'm I'm pretty down on this team. I'm interested to hear, uh, we'll talk about it at some point here, who you all put the most blame on. Because I think my point is different, or my uh, my thoughts are different than what I'm seeing on the news. Um, but I don't. it's going to be hard to fix. Yeah, and I think... Uh, there is so there is so many here's a segment depressing stats from the last three losses in the last three second halves six quarters of football we have been outscored 54 to 16 we were not losing heading into any of those halves in fact we were winning in both the giants and commanders game and then you go as dan alluded, alluded to well maybe Studs just did stud things. Saquon Barkley had 70 yards. Daniel Jones didn't throw for a touchdown. <laughs> Daniel Zach Jones, well Wilson had stud. 110 yards and no touchdowns. And Heineke had 200 yards, two touchdowns, interception. So we lost to three quarterbacks that averaged 150 yards and not even one freaking touchdown throw. I, I, it's. I'm starting we, a. It's just uh, I'm starting a support group because most Packer fans don't know, don't understand how to cope with loss. And as a <laughs> Notre Dame fan, I'd, I've learned how to do this pretty well. You just kind of shut down bad losses, right? Yeah, bad. You just losses. shut down. You pretend there wasn't a game on that day. You mow the lawn. You know, you go do something productive. You look at the NBA. You're like, hey, we got Giannis. Oh, NBA started already. That's cool. And, you just kind of like, oh, there's other good games on in the NFL. Like, oh, do I cheer for a team? The Packers? Never heard of them. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, you, you guys are right. But with all that said, I think there still are positives. There are defense and special wow. teams. Look at I, this guy. I am still on board with how they're playing overall. Yes, the special teams has had a couple lapses here and there. But it's still better, still mm-hmm. way better than last year and the year uh, previous. We're just so, a punt returner away. So if our offense can just learn how to go longer than 30 seconds again, That's you know, you three, or four, three or hey, five Hey, we don't plays. talk about that. We don't talk about that on this <laughs> This is a football podcast. Um, but but if they could last just a little longer, this, this defense could have some gas at the end of the game. I mean, they're dying in the second half, and that's why these offensive teams uh, or, or, or the, the defense is – this is why the opponent's offenses are having success in the second half, because our one possession that we get, it's three and out. And then they have two back to back eight minute drives that kills a defense for the second half. And it sets you up for failure. Yeah. And that's why we're losing. So let's just get into it. Coaching. The defense is playing better because they took four weeks to figure out we shouldn't be. 10 to 15 yards off in zone coverage with a bunch of man-to-man Amen. corners. Amen. We figured Amen. that out. Jair's playing real well. He got beat by McLaurin, sure. But Jay Sternberger, you're not the guy we need to hear from right now. You're part of the problem, <laughs> my man. You're part of the wasted draft picks that are part of the problem. But how long does it take coaching to fix these issues? It took some. It takes them four weeks for something we could have told you going into the year that we got man-to-man corners and we should be playing press coverage more often than not. 
Of course you're going to play some zone. Yeah. How, long is, how long is it going to take him to realize your best offensive players are your running backs? And did you get the the ball to your best players? We're still not doing it. We're still hearing apologies about it. How long is it going to take him to realize Amari Rodgers at punt return is not what we're looking for, boss? Like, we're just going to keep making these mistakes. We're going to keep throwing the ball when we're in a rut. We're like, let's just keep banging our head against this brick wall and keep chucking it deep and throwing it to our fifth wide receiver, throwing it to our fourth round rookie on fourth and one when we've got a guy with tree trunks for quads. You know, why run the ball? We can throw it. These are the dumbest coaching mistakes. And I'm hearing on the national media, oh, Rodgers doesn't have it. Rodgers is falling apart. Rodgers might be retiring. They might have to trade Rodgers. Rodgers is putting the ball on the money. He's putting it in tight pockets, and these guys are not coming down with it. Now, are they wide open? No, but that's not a Rodgers problem either. Rodgers is still our best player. This offense is broken. How long does it take the coaches to figure that out? Run the ball 35 times and use play action. The guy will be open. And a reminder, we were leading in two of the last three games. So guess what? (laughs) How do you end a game faster? You run the clock. And the fact that we are now into week seven and is the least amount of times that the backfield has touched the ball. We've actually somehow regressed further each and every week. I don't know how we do it. We're going to get more balls. Oh, he got less. We're going to get more. (laughs) And you think about the poor running performance. We've been talking about Jenkins moves into guard, but they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They're going to take some time. They're going to figure it out. Well, by the time they do it, they got Nyman over at right tackle, and then Bakhtiari goes down. And like, well, we didn't have Nyman prepped at left tackle. So now we got Tom at left tackle, Nyman at right tackle, both guys out of position instead of what could have been just one guy out of position. Just a, a total malfeasance of coaching. That that fourth down that we threw to Dobbs, whatever Watkins did, I don't know if it was called or he should have been blocking. But th- the script was not that we have Nyman at right tackle, Zach Tom at left tackle, and your wide receivers are Sammy Watkins uh, Amari Rogers and Romeo Dobbs. But hey, if those are the guys you got out on the field, you got Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Go with the two back shotgun look. Go with the pistol look and get AJ Dillon running downhill. One last thing, and then I'll hang up and listen. Why is the AJ Dillon playbook the same as the Aaron Jones playbook? Why is he running zone off tackle and being asked to make cuts two yards in the backfield? I don't want that out of A.J. Dillon. I want him running downhill. I want power. I want DeGuara at fullback doing a lead block, getting his his helmet smashed in, clearing away for Dillon to smash in the helmet of a safety and run into the end zone. Why is he trying to run like Aaron Jones? That's not him. Coaches. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. And and is this a sign of us missing Luke? Luke and, uh, you know, the the guy who's not succeeding in Denver too much. You know, are, are we missing the offensive coach? Because Nathaniel you know? Hackett's having so much I mean, the Bears looked really good last night. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it's. Well, they'll tell you they have not looked good until last night, but they did look good last night. <laughs> no, but you're Can I you're say right. something positive but... about the O-line, though, before we share this in? I thought Tom played pretty well, and I believe okay, he was the highest. Get he, out! I don't I know. I believe he was that. the highest ranked O lineman from last game. So that's not not horrible for his first start. Not the, horrible. And, and backing off of what you're talking nothing about nothing against Tom coaching. Backing off of what you're talking about with coaching, um, the the penalties, the 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 mental mistakes that the Packers are making are at an all time high, especially since Matt Lafleur has been there. That's one thing that he's touted on. 
They've always been ready. They've had a good game plan and they've been mentally sound. That's not happening this year. And that is 100% on the head coach and the atmosphere that is being created in practice, in the locker room. I mean, it, everyone's making mistakes. It's not just one person. It's Rodgers. It's the wide receivers. It's the linemen. It is literally everyone on that offense at one time making making errors. Um, and if we have to start first and 15, first and 20, like one more time, like it's just setting ourselves up for failure. We already can't even move the ball. Like let's not false start on first down boys. But yeah, it, the head coaches and just coaching in general needs needs to step up. 12 runs, 12 <laughs> runs. Yeah, what do you guys think of the uh, Eric Stokes penalty on the Russell Douglas touchdown? That was bogus. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, it is a penalty, though. Yeah, but. And you got to call it because I, you don't know if the quarterback was looking. You could at call it a penalty on every play in an NFL game, and they don't do that. They don't call holding every play. Why? Because yeah, it, it doesn't matter every play. This was contact more than five yards. It's an emphasis in this league year. It's stupid, but it's a rule. And you had to call it because what if you, you don't know? That same guy that calls the penalty is not the one that's looking at what Heineke is reading, right? So the argument is that didn't affect the play. It's like, well, Heineke could have been looking at him and decided to hold on to the ball because it's tight coverage. And then the strip sack happens. I felt worse for Kingsley and Nick Barre. Yeah. He would have had two sacks with a strip sack that went for a touchdown. Like, dude would have had a breakout game, and instead a hold 40 yards away brings it all back. And That's, you know, the coaching, the mental mistakes, their mental acuity, their mental strength is not there. Because when one thing goes wrong, when the Amari Rodgers fumble happens, when the fumble return for a touchdown happens, the whole game just shifts. They don't know how to recover. They don't know how to get out of that funk. And then LaFleur just calls pass after pass after pass after pass. He's like, I know how to get out of this. <laughs> we'll just throw. Dude, remember who you are. He, he's stuck in Rodgers MVP years with Devontae Adams, and we're not that anymore. So how do they get out of this? How do they get out of this, gentlemen? Run the ball. Because I heard someone say, line. we're going to compete with the Bills? We we have to be <laughs> at least competitive. We got to be competitive, and as you know, when here's my uh, why I think the ship is sinking, and I said it once, and I will believe it until the end of time. Mojo plays such a huge factor in sports. You look at the Giants, you look at the Jets. You look at these teams that should not remotely be competitive, and they all believe in each other. It doesn't matter who plays. They find ways to win. The The Giants coach, uh, is it Dobbs? Dayball. Do we? Day He's smoking a fucking cigar, high-fiving fans after I the game. I love like, that. Oh, my God. You, you think about training camp, and we had these inter-team squad practices, and – there was this swagger about this team that we might not give up any points this year. This is and we got these stud fast receivers now, like and it completely went out the window to the point where you almost feel the energy completely go in the second half. There's not this glue of a team that we're used to. I thought for sure we were going to build it when we were winning ugly. 
snuck out a win at Tampa Bay, snuck out a win against the Patriots. Like we're going to be that team that finds a way to win. Everybody picks up the slack. Here we go. And instead it just feels like we're in this mode of, you're going to get a lot of sound bites coming out of the locker room on Sunday that aren't good, that things shouldn't be said that are getting aired out publicly. And Rogers, even on McAfee show probably shouldn't be saying things that he's saying, but <laughs> I think I think that's what worries me is you can be a bad team and win games with Mojo, but as soon as you completely are are deflated, you're not playing as a unit. This thing falls apart real real fast, which is what's doing right now. Confidence is in high, and from the coaching staff through the team, it's not it's not where it needs to be. So if these loses keep coming. If these losers keep losing. If these losers keep losing. I was thinking of the text message thread and not trying to spell it wrong. But anyways. Um, <laughs> if these losers keep coming. Is, is LaFleur's head on you know on the chopping no, block? No, it, is, no, it, no. is this something? No, I mean, this because it's so drastic. Because it's so mm-hmm. drastic. No, he bought himself a, a season of terribleness. You the, can't the, have the greatest first three years in NFL history. And I, I forget who said it. Some Packer beat writers like I haven't felt this way since McCarthy's last year. We know what happened. Then it's like, stop. Oh, I felt way worse. McCarthy's last year. <laughs> that was like five years overdue. Um, so I've got uh, like something we could be happy about or reasons were effed. Which way you guys want to take this podcast? Reasons were so, let's rip we'll the, end let's it on a high note. Off. Let's Let's rip it off Band-Aid now. Yeah. yeah um, reasons were apt. Say the losing continues. And I've already moved on to we're going to have a top 15 draft pick. It's always exciting. Oh, my goodness. Get out of here. It's always exciting when you got a good draft pick. It's like, ooh, who we going to get? Uh, I say that because Lazard's hurt. Bakhtiari's an issue every week now, it appears. Uh, but you got Bach locked into a big contract with a bad knee. He might retire at the end of the year. I read this article about Rogers' salary. Even if he retires, we're on the hook for like $16 million. If you follow the, the salary and the dates and cut them at the right time and do all this fun stuff, $16 million, Even if, How does that work out? Guaranteed money. Uh, is Jordan Love playing then? Are we getting – I don't even know who the top quarterback is in college right now. Like, We're not getting a great quarterback at number 12 You know, draft pick. Michael Meyer, though, yo, that'd be fun. Uh, we're aft. Like, where do you take a team from here that's going to finish? I'm calling like a seven and ten finish now. You can't look at any game on the rest of the schedule and say we're winning it for sure. What is even Jordan Love's contract? Do we have to start resigning him soon? Isn't first, he first round pick? He'd have four years with an option for a fifth. Mm. It is sad, mm. man. Bach, Bach isn't Bach. Bach is Jenkins, but Bach is not Bach. Well, Jenkins, Jenkins at guard. Not also Jenkins. He's back where he should he, be, though. Yeah, but I. How many times last year did he play everywhere in that line, and every single time he was a stud? It's just not. I'm telling you, Luke Getzey, we're missing him. I caught a headline this week from the USFL that a man by the name of Jamon Moore was cut from the Maulers. Oh, he's remember, still around there, yeah. You guys we, remember Jamon Moore? I don't even think he lasted his first season, did he? He got cut right away. You guys remember the tweet from Jay Sternberger about McLaurin? Should have drafted McLaurin. Did you see that? 
Yeah. Jace in the middle of the game. Ryan's shaking his head. For those that didn't see it, Jace, frickin' Sternberger tweets out they should have drafted McLaurin, which goes viral. The Packers wire picks it up. It says it's the tweet of the week. Shut up, Jace. Shut up, dude. You're another third-round pick that we wasted that was terrible, that never panned out to anything. This is the problem. Now, we got huge contracts with guys that are at the end of their career, and our young guys haven't panned out. I don't know where you take this. Run the ball. That's where you take it. Run the ball. (laughs) There you go. We got Aaron Jones on contracts. So here's a question. The trade deadline is a week away. Do the Packers do anything? Odell. It doesn't even even matter position. Do they do anything? Oh, what do they do? I I think they do something. It's going to be a B-minus play. There we go. What? Yeah. I think we're going to And then we're going to be in on every player, though. Watch it. Every player that signs. We're We're going to get another Sammy Watkins or Alan Lazar. We're just going to get another. Will Fuller. Will Fuller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Suspended in two games because he's been smoking this whole season. So, I mean, it's. It's, uh, no, I hope they don't do anything. They they're playing. They have the talent. We have the talent. They're not playing good. If they would just cut back penalties, catch the fricking ball, we would probably have won the last three games. If you just do those two things, so run the ball and run the ball. But like, don't panic. Just do what we're good at and stick to it. Like, and t- run the same run play yeah. over and over until it doesn't work. Like, just keep doing it. Like, go back to old school football and we'll be okay. The defense is good. The yep. defense is good. The defense is better than it feels. Uh, you're right on, Josh. You know, limit the penalties, run the football. Then the catches will happen because they'll be a little more open. The rookies will actually, you know, have a guy. Rashad Wild Goose looked like he was playing great coverage. Rashad Wildgrass, a Badger corner. I'm sorry. The last good Badger corner was Jim Leonard. He's now coaching the Badgers. So it, that guy shouldn't look good against your wide receivers, but it's because they knew what was coming. But you're right. Run the ball. Limit the mistakes. The defense is actually doing well. My positive is Kenny Clark is balling, and I wish he would get the recognition he deserves because he is in on every play. He's creating a pass rush. He's a half step late on everything, but he's getting there. He's causing havoc. He's having an awesome year. And he's not going to get any recognition if this was what the record is. Um, I just, I'm just not confident the coaches will do what they need to do in time to turn this around. And it's slapping them in the face, and they're still stuck in their ways. But what they need to do is not that much. The margin of victory in the NFL is slim. So you're right. Yeah. If they could follow the playbook, follow the script, you could beat the Bills. But if, yeah, I, had, I, think if I had to even... bet money on them following the script, I wouldn't. I think I look ahead at these next eight games, and the I think if they can somehow find a way to go five and three during this stretch, which is very doable when I list off these teams, they're right in it because right now they're they're a game out from a playoff position with all this weirdness going on. At Bills, we know oof. At Lions, doable. Home versus the Cowboys could be doable. At home versus the Titans, doable. At Eagles, oof. At Bears, doable. At home versus the Rams, doable. And at Miami, and depending on which Miami team shows up, eh. I don't want to see our guys covering Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on Christmas Day in Miami Heat. Yeah. I'll, co- I'll count that as a loss. But by no but means th- is the season over. You're, you are right. You are right. Because, thank God, the Bucks suck. The Rams, and the Rams suck. suck. 
the Seahawks are in the top of the NFC West. It's a weird year specifically. 49ers suck. Somehow. Well, they, they might be all right. Garoppolo's going to Garoppolo, but they got dudes around him. Like He's just got a mini Garoppolo, and they'll be a good team. So we move our attention briefly to this Bills game that started, I believe, at 10 points in the Bills' favor. It's now up a point and a half since then to 11.5. I would not be surprised if it's pushing 13. If you want to get super scary, they have the fourth best scoring offense in the NFL. And as I mentioned before, the Packers in the last three second halves have given up 54 points. The Bills in total this season have given up 81. So <laughs> I, I <yeah. laughs> so five and one are the Bills. Their only loss was to that Miami team we just mentioned, in which they probably should have won, and it fell apart with time expiring. So very, very much should be undefeated at this point in the, the season. But my question isn't necessarily are we going to win, but are we going to cover? Let's say 13 points. No. (laughs) This defense is killer. And that's the optimistic guy speaking. And I'm not even talking about the offense, just their defense against our offense. Do we score a touchdown? I I don't know. I don't know. We had trouble blocking the Jets' defensive line, which is not a good defensive line. And had trouble, obviously, with the Redskins, and they were missing two of their players. How are we going to stop the Buffalo Bills defensive line and pass rush? Like, they blitz. They blitz, guys. We haven't taken on a blitz in two weeks because everybody knows that we don't even – they don't need a blitz to beat us. So, like, Rodgers might what if, might Rogers What might. if Bach is back, Jenkins is at left guard, and I'm in at right tackle, and, oh, everything looks okay on the line? You're in fairyland. That's not happening. <laughs> I don't think we cover either. And again, it's not the defense's ability to hold up. It's that, well, it is, I guess, right? It, the defense has the ability, but to hold up over 65 to 70 plays against Josh Allen in that offense, when our offense is going to have three and outs and look ridiculous, I, I, it looks like Lazard's not going to play. <laughs> oh, just, just get drunk, take Monday off at of work. I don't know what else to tell you, Packer fans. I can't wait. I cannot wait for us to come in with a game plan that is so stupid because we're already thinking we're 14 points behind. And from that very, very first series, we script it so perfectly where it's just like we're going to start with a run. We're going to start with a deep throw and then we're going to start with the screen pass and it's going to be three and out. Like I can't wait for us to just be like, guys. We've given up. We're going to lose this one. So we're going to play willy-nilly yet again. I just, I. Well, we won't start with a run. No, we'll start with a deep pass. Then we'll be in second and 10, try a botch screen, and then we'll be in third and 10. And Rodgers will use a timeout as the play clock drops. And, and <laughs> we haven't played a linebacker crew that is this good either. I mean, Tremont Edmonds and Matt Milano. Milano's playing out of his mind. Is he? This year, yeah. Fun. Um, I mean, it's. Run the ball. Run the ball, boys. Run the ball. Yeah, if you don't run the ball 40 times now, like, mm. I don't know, guys. We just need a support group. Again, as a Notre Dame fan, I can be the leader of this support group. I understand how to handle these conversations. It's emotional. It's depressing. But we're going to get through it, okay? 
We just need to start talking to our bears friends and lions friends. Yeah. Start hugging. Spend time with your significant other. Play with your kids. You know, just just do other stuff. It's okay. Football is just football. It's just our lives. (laughs) So just for continuousness of this podcast, what is your final score and who plays the best for the Packers? (laughs) (laughs) Who plays the best? I'm going to start. I'm going to start because I'm going to. All right. Bill, Bills are going to win. Oh, I, I thought I you were going to pick winning. a Packers win. I, oh, I should have picked the Jets. Should have picked the Jets last time we picked. I knew they were going to win. Um, but 35-17, I honestly think this defense is one of the best, if not the best, in the NFL. They're fast. They're furious. Their safeties play very aggressive. Um, and then Josh Allen, who is becoming slowly my favorite quarterback in the NFL. He's fun to watch. He knows how to run the ball. And I don't think we have any way of stopping their offense in any way, shape or form. So 35-17, they're going to cover. And the best player for the Packers is definitely going to be Nixon. He's going to be returning kickoffs and punts. He will be downing them at the two because we'll be punting a ton. And he will be the player of the game. Deshaun Nixon. Josh is like, I think Eric Wilson might have two tackles. Like that might be a good performance. <laughs> oh no, oh no! What started as a joke for MVP this year has now turned into an MVP for a game because this man crush coverage. You're, you're gonna need a Nixon jersey behind you. Him and Rudy Ford, one of those blended jerseys. Half no, Nixon, Rudy half Ford's Ford. fooses. Rudy Ford's foos. I do like him though too. I don't hate your score prediction. I, I'm. Fearful the Bills get to sit Josh Allen by the end of the game. That it's that bad. Because to your point, the offense is bad. Lazard is his safety valve. Lazard's shoulders in a sling. Cobb is on IR. Uh, we're walking in there with rookie receivers and a guy that should be cut. And, and Sammy Watkins. <laughs> I don't know how you want to classify him. So run the ball a bunch. Uh, if you're going to give the ball to A.J. Dillon, let him go downhill. Please give the ball to Aaron Jones 30 times, no less, no less than 30 times, and let the defense hold on. Slow the game down. Try to keep it under whatever the Vegas over-under is. Uh, That's your only hope, but overall, yeah, I think the Bills get 38, majority of that in the second half, uh, just due to our offense not being able to move the ball and the defense going on snap number 68, 69, 70. And our offense, uh, let's give us 10. 38 to 10. I'm down in the dumps, boys. 38 to 10. Oh, man. That's really crazy. Uh, so I'm going to reverse it because we usually all go to the exact same. So I'm going to do slightly different. I'm going to say 30 13 bills. I think maybe it's just a slow, weird first quarter. And similar to the Chiefs game, it just doesn't have enough time to ramp up completely against the Packers. I don't even know who to. I don't even know. I'll, I'll probably I'll probably say I'll probably say Gary just because that's the one bright spot is he's going for the Packers sack record in a season and I appreciate that but more importantly just kind of him and Preston need to create some kind of edge because if Allen gets out Allen gets out and that's not good so please just contain that pocket in some way and I will be he's okay. game to get some stats get Josh Allen turning into you. 
this podcast was vehemently nodding its head to Ryan saying they need to set the edge because our issue is nobody sets the edge. Even Gary, <laughs> even Gary, as good as he's playing, doesn't care to set the edge in a run game. Playing too fast. Mm. Uh, yeah, I know he's getting sacks, but hey, the run game is half the game as well, my brother. We're very hopeful this here. So, this is a, we have an MVP based on special We're three teams. Three and four. My MVP is the three hope that he, maybe he sets the edge this week. Like we have <laughs> hit, we've hit close to rock bottom in our picks. A stiff like, forearm with the inside arm. What happened to the four touchdowns? You know, three touchdowns. Oh my. I could go coach it. Stiff forearm with your inside arm. Show your outside shoulder. Push him back inside. Who scores a touchdown this this week? Who scores a touchdown? Aaron Jones. Dylan. Oh. Because it's fourth and goal, it's late in the game. We gotta score some friggin' points, and he'll run it in. I'm going Nixon. Oh my oh, god, Jesus! <laughs> oh my god! And that's it for today, that's, folks. We're gonna end this pod for sure. This is how it will always be remembered as the last, the last player. But Here's to hoping we sneak into the wild card. Still the good doable. news, the good news, fam, is even. Even if we lose this game, we still have half a season to go. <laughs> We're not even into November yet. So until then, oh, perfect, uh, perfect Halloween game. Is it? Could there be a better Halloween game than Sunday night going uh, against the Bills? Because it's so scary. S- super scary. <laughs> spooky, spooky. Congrats but on the NFC North, Minnesota. Yeah, congrats. There's no way. There's no way you're going to be caught. So just enjoy it. There's no way. Yeah, I do. No way. Damn, it's not Kirk a cousin. It's not a jinx at all. You already <laughs> won it, Vikings fans. Small hands. So until then, thanks everybody. Go back down. <laughs>